0: Hi everyone, this is Pitch to Contact. I am the Prince of Pitch Design, Rich Burfer. I am joined, as always, by my guy, Peyton Trewick. Treway, what's happening,
1: man? I'm doing good, buddy. Trying to stay warm. <laughs> it's like uh, 50 degrees here. It's uh, it's pretty chilly. That's cold for me. I'm not I'm not a big fan of the cold. I'd rather be 100 and be sweating.
0: Yeah, no, I feel you, man. It's been uh, it's it's snowing up here up here in Toronto. I'm not a fan of it. I, it I get out of work, um, and it's just snow on the ground. It sucked.
1: Have you ever Have you ever seen snow before?
0: Dude, no, this is my first time. Have oh, you ever man. seen
1: snow before? I, I have. It, it snows here about once every five years or so.
0: Yeah. Uh, really? Like okay. what? So here's a question for you: If it snows every five years, like what happens when it just like snows? Well, that's super random.
1: So, school closes here if we get, like, an inch of snow and it sticks to the roads because we, we don't oh. have, like, a lot of, like, sand trucks and things like that to keep the roads right. clean. So, but, like, I have a buddy who lives in uh, Illinois, like, close to Chicago, and they, if they get, like, two feet of snow, like, kids still go to school. I think it's, I think it's insane. Like, it, it, like, if it even sleets here, like, it starts sticking to the roads, they, like, <clears throat> they'll have uh, parents come and pick their kids up for the day from school. It's wild. Jeez. Yeah,
0: that's so. Do you guys call like this a snowstorm? Like, when, what do you, what do you mean? When when you guys have like even a little bit of snow, would that be classified as a snowstorm? down no. where you're from?
1: No, we just we just call it like everybody else does. Like, if it's a little bit of snow, it's a little bit of snow. It does it doesn't snow like every five years. It'll snow like once a year, but. <laughs> But right, it, but it's never a lot, so it's like we'll get like maybe an inch, and then if it gets mm-hmm. above freezing, it doesn't stick to the roads, like you'll still have to go to school. So it's not we we haven't had a big snow or ice storm since probably I was seven years old.
0: Jeez, that was like two years ago, right?
1: Pretty close. I mean, I was thinking more like three <laughs> or
0: four. Oh, I gotcha. Um, so what have you been up to now that uh baseball's over?
1: Man, I How have you um, been
0: surviving.
1: I'm uh, starting to get rolling on uh, my my, uh, pitching research. I'm trying to find an internship for the spring. Uh, I finished a book. I read a book. Um, I just finished (laughs) Astro Ball because I've I've been so busy. I I was stuck on page, like, 190 for, like, the longest. And uh, I finally finished that. I'm actually about to start uh, the book The Shift. I'm going to start reading that. And, um, you know, just trying to keep building, you know. I, I don't like being uh, complacent and not in doing the same stuff. So I try to mm-hmm. keep growing, but in the off season, it's kind of hard cause you're, you're applying for internships and jobs and you're waiting to hear back. So it's just kind of like a waiting game, which is not really a game I and mean, everybody goes through their due processes and their diligence. Right. And stuff. So uh, it's a fun process, man. Uh, mm-hmm. what, what have you been up to up there at a baseball development group?
0: Well, um, I've actually been uh, making simple and basic uh, pitch design apps. Uh, oh, okay. i yeah, I've, I've done a little bit of that. I've done a lot of uh, application stuff, uh, interviewing the teams now. Things are getting kind of busy up here. Um, so even though baseball is over, um, still getting a whole lot of it um, now that the season's done and we got free agency coming up and the Blue Jays just made the biggest splash in, of the offseason just now um, with the uh, Chase Anderson trade. Big mm-hmm. trade. It's ki- I feel like it kind of sets up for our uh, – big free agency splash which is going to be garrett cole
1: oh, okay yeah they'll, they'll work well together
0: i i think so i think garrett cole would work well with just about anybody and that's the same same <laughs> thing goes for uh, chase anderson i feel like he's the type of guy who just fits any sort of rotation so i feel like that would be awesome but i can't um, i can't
1: tell if you're being serious or not
0: no, I'm not being serious. Uh, yeah, I did not think so. I can tell you're serious but, about
1: Garrett Cole, but I didn't know about the, the reverse side.
0: No, I'm, I, 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 I'm not being serious at all. I'm only being serious about being the p- prince of pitch design apps. But let's just like enter a really crazy um, parallel universe for a second. Imagine a rotation that is headlined by Garrett Cole and Nate Pearson. How sick would that be? That
1: would be really sick, really sick. Like,
0: like I'm I'm am completely unbiased individual. Uh no ties to the Toronto Blue Jays. I'm not a fan of theirs. um but I just think that would be cool if it happens, you know.
1: It would be. be. I think any team could have Garrett Cole and literally any other person and they'd be like, "Oh, wow, this is great." Like you could put Tim Wakefield with Garrett Cole and be like, "Oh, this is phenomenal."
0: <laughs> right. I feel like I we can make a pretty solid case um by saying that um if any team, any of the 30 teams, adds Garrett Cole to their rotation, they will be better next year than they were this past year.
1: I think that is a solid take.
0: Yeah, I think I don't <laughs> think that's a take, like, at all. Um, but that being said, we got a little bit to talk about on this episode. Um, season's done, but we're going to be making some free agency uh, predictions. We're going to be talking about what what's happening in our lives, which I guess we kind of already started doing. Um Pin so, like what's the plan for this episode? because an hour ago we had no idea what we were gonna talk about, but um we're gonna have to whip up another twenty five thirty minutes. What are we gonna do?
1: well, so here's what I was thinking. I was thinking we could go through the potential free agent list, just take guys uh, I mean really it will we could kind of pick maybe two or three apiece, uh maybe give a prediction on where they'll go. I know we both have gone through and read the. The MLB trade rumors, predictions, and obviously we don't want to copy anything off of them because that's their own stuff. But maybe mm-hmm. if we have some takes on like where we think guys would be good fits, um, right? You know, some stuff like that. I think that'd be a really good route. Maybe talk a little mm-hmm. bit about um, some of the managerial hires. Um, Mickey Callaway joining the Angels as a pitching coach, I thought was really interesting considering his mm-hmm. previous work, and I believe it was Cleveland um right so then just some stuff like that you know we can kind of hit wherever you want this is your pod i'm just kind of here for the ride no don't say that all right fine this is our our baby man it is
0: and um it's actually kind of interesting now that um i I believe three or four new managers have been hired Mm -hmm. but um uh something i've been noticing is a lot of teams are like no, we're not. We're not focusing on getting better. We're not focusing on uh, spending a lot of money this upcoming season. Like I think the boss of Red Sox said, they're not planning on making major changes, even though their their, their uh, bullpen struggled mightily this entire season. Looks like the Cardinals aren't looking to make any major changes. Obviously, the Dodgers are looking to make major uh, major changes, but I mean, they don't need to. They just have to get lucky in the playoffs. Um, but yeah, what like do you do you feel that we're in for just another? Somewhat quiet offseason, similar
1: to what it was like last year. See, I don't think so. Um, I, I am a little bit of a believer now. Um, just taking the Red Sox for example, just kind of work this piece by piece. Um, the Red Sox, from everything I've gathered, now granted I don't have like a direct tie. Um, I know some people who work relatively like closely the organization, but not anybody works in the front office. Um, I think their goal is going to be to cut a little bit of payroll. I mean, not obviously go from the, I think it was like 205 million they're sitting at or somewhere around there to like 100. Like that's not their goal, but I think um, I think you'll see probably someone get dealt um, to make make a little bit of room, get under the luxury tax, um, and then from there maybe make some minor bullpen improvements, maybe maybe sign like a high risk high reward guy um, mm-hmm. like a Will Harris or a Dylan Betances. Um, you know I, I think I think someone Mookie Betts will probably be the one to go. Um, mm-hmm. I, I saw something on Twitter today. Someone bringing up the point of uh maybe David Price getting traded, but I think he eats two in. It. He's been eating too many innings for a team that has has had a lot of pitching injuries. Um, and then mm-hmm. with the fatigue that Chris Sale faced this year, I don't think that'd be a good option either. Um, yeah, you know, and I feel I feel like some of the teams in the playoffs, like the Brewers, are gonna have to make some changes. Uh, they don't have a. I think that I don't think they have a first baseman above sitting at like Double A right now. Uh, with the way mm-hmm. the rosters being set up, so they're going to have to make some moves. Um, you know, if the Yankees want to want to win, they're going to have to make some moves. Um, I don't think their road's going to get any easier. I, I think the Astros mm-hmm. will be fine. Um, yeah, the, I think the Dodgers will actually end up making a move, but they're going to have to dump some money with it in order to make it happen. So it'll be interesting to see mm-hmm. what they do. I feel like this honestly might would be one of the more interesting off seasons yeah. that we'll have in a while, just because you think about the combination of the big the big names. And how many mm-hmm. teams there actually were competing for playoff spots this year? Um, you yeah. look at like the NL Central, and then like the AL Wild Card came down like the last five days. Um, Oakland was right there. Uh, the Twins are right there. Cleveland's right there. Uh, Tampa Bay's right there. You know, there's a lot of teams that are really good, but they're just just underneath that tier, that next tier. You know, um, so I think there'll be a lot of teams that'll be trying to build instead of staying stagnant. And I think that's where you'll see a lot of interesting moves coming from. Uh, maybe places that you didn't see them coming.
0: Right. And just something i I think with this upcoming free agency period is there isn't anyone of the caliber of a Bryce Harper or or a Manny Machado because while I think like for example, Bryce Harper had a phenomenal season, four point six war season according to fangraphs. Like he's I feel like he's always been overhyped so people expect him to just be this not eight nine war guy every single season and he just isn't that guy at least at this point so I think that last year a lot of talk has gone around Machado and Bryce Harper being those top two free agents and he, them wanting so much money and teams just not willing to shell out that much for position players but I think if you look at the guys who are the top names in this free agency mm-hmm. class, it's it's pitchers. It's Garrett Cole, it's Steven Strasburg, it's Madison Bumgarner, and I think I think that things are going to just go completely different with pitchers, especially because I believe I believe Garrett Cole is still twenty eight, twenty nine, mm-hmm. and I think Strasburg just turned thirty, so they have plenty of time left to still be dominant pitchers, especially Garrett Cole, who it seems like his best years are ahead of him, right? right. So I think. So I think this is going to go a little different. Garrett Cole is just slated to make the most money any pitcher ever made. Steven Strasburg is going to get paid. I think guys like Zach, like Zach Wheeler are super interesting as well because there's literally 30 teams in baseball who can use a guy like him. You Absolutely. Know? And, and then you have a, a guy like Anthony Rondon who is entering free agency just posting his best season imaginable. Like last year, Bryce Harper was in- entering free agency, posting a kind of crummy season. But <laughs> this year, but it, I mean, Anthony Rendon did himself everything he could to line himself up to a big payday.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I agree. And I, and I think uh, when you start, you know, if you really want to start at the top of the list, like um, guy like Garrett Cole or Anthony Rendon, I don't think he'll leave. Um, I don't think that the Strasburg will leave either. I think that they'll end up both making deals with the Nationals. Mm-hmm. um and going back and touching back on garrett cole um there, there are not a ton of teams that can really afford his contract right now um mm-hmm. which i think is makes it a very interesting situation because like the dodgers they're out uh the astros uh, they if they would like we talked about this on a previous pod if they want to be able to p- <clears throat> excuse me pay some of the guys that they already have on their roster they, they can't afford garrett cole either um so where does that leave uh, so That leaves us with maybe uh the Angels, that, that's my first pick right now. Um, the Padres would be interesting. Um, I think the Mets with the Yankees would be really interesting. Um, you know, the, if if uh, a team like the White Sox wanted to, they, they could go get them because they, they still have a lot of money they could go spend from their uh, coming up with a rebuild. I don't know how willing they'd be to dish out that kind of cash. But, um, you know, I, I think it'll be really interesting to see where some of these guys fall. Garrett Cole in particular, because I feel like he's going to be the domino that's going to have to fall. Um, mm-hmm. to set the market for some guys, uh, especially yeah. Strasburg. Um, I, I feel like whichever one of them goes first, the other one might try to kind of reach a little more. I don't think Strasburg will get the probably $250 million plus that, that um, Garrett Cole's projected to get. But um, mm-hmm. I, I definitely think he's deserving of a, you know, probably 30 to $32 million year deal. Uh, Zach Wheeler, uh, and we talked about this off, Of off of the pod uh 20 to 22 maybe max for him uh, the top being 22 obviously um so yeah like there's just a lot of interesting players but there's not that huge star caliber player like you talked about once you get past the top three names but there's still not that bryce harper Manny machado level like like you said so I, i think that'll be interesting to see how how quickly that makes the market go knowing that you're not waiting on you know up two two potential 300 million dollar plus deals to fall instead it's you might have someone get to 250 and that's mm-hmm. you know the guy that's clearly deserving and then after that it's kind of you know little, there's another tier in terms of the pay levels
0: right and I th- I think obviously guys like Garrett Cole are going to get paid and Steven Strasburg are going to get paid someone who's Super interesting to me is Madison Bumgarner, who I just I just checked all of their ages. Um, Steven Strasburg is the oldest one of the group. He's 31. Bumgarner's 30, and it seems like he's, like, 50 uh, because he it seems like he's been just pitching for so long. But that's a guy who's going to be interesting to monitor in free agency because you can just see the stuff is slightly declining, like the velo's kind of declining as well. Mm-hmm. So you're getting – like, he's still a solid pitcher, a great pitcher, and I think – there's a place for him on many teams but mm-hmm. that's going to be the interesting one to just look at if so if there's just anybody if put it this way if the San Francisco Giants do not bring him back quickly i think this is going to be the guy who's just going to be waiting and waiting and waiting like throughout the winter, like he's gonna be that Mustakas guy who's just gonna wait and wait and wait, and maybe by the end of of um the off season, he's gonna just decrease his asking price and get signed by somebody. That's yeah. my guess.
1: <clears throat> yeah, and I can see that too. I, I he just doesn't seem like the kind of guy based on what we know about him and you know the activities that he partakes in, like with the dirt bikes and stuff, <laughs> like you know that he does outside of baseball. He just doesn't seem like a guy that's gonna demand more and more money. That just doesn't seem like who he is. Um, So I I can definitely see that happening in the instance you're talking about. Um, Another guy I think will be really interesting kind of dropping down on this list a little bit bit is uh, Jake Odorizzi. I I really am a believer that his stuff blossoming, to use the quote, blossoming like it has in, um, you know, this season, I I just don't think that it's a fluke. I, I think the development job that the Twins have done with him Mm-hmm. Has been really good. Um, it probably by far his best career year across the board, of, of not mm-hmm. just you know one single category. Uh, he's looked really good. Um, you know, I you know they just kind of dive down a little bit more. Um, yeah. You know, Dallas Keuchel, those guys are available. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, I, I just think that the the pitching market this year is relatively deep, but it doesn't yeah. have a lot of top flight names, but it has a lot of really good middle tier pitchers. They're mm-hmm. going to eat some innings and get some outs, and they're going to be a good quality starter to have, um, especially in your postseason rotation, if you want to just completely take out the regular season. That's what everybody's here for is the postseason. You know, that's where your goal, your goal is to be playing the last game of the year. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, So so I, I think the, the depth of the starting pitching market is going to be really strong this year, um, and I feel like if there is any kind of stall, that also might be what causes it, just because you're trying to mm-hmm. see what each guy is getting. That way you could squeeze out every little penny possible Um, that's kind of what's happened in years past as well so
0: Mm -hmm. and you mentioned a guy like Jake Odorizzi so let's kind of just jump into our um, predictions for this free for this um, upcoming free agency period I think Jake Odorizzi would just be perfect a perfect fit for the Toronto Blue Jays like if I was to make a prediction right now I think he probably will lean towards re-signing with the twins but (laughs) I think that the Jays is a pretty solid landing spot for him mm-hmm. because, and I might be slightly biased, but I just think that I, I can totally see him being in that rotation next year because you look at the Jays right now um, at this point, the only one, uh, the only two guys we have penciled in for that rotation is shoemaker. Who's coming off a torn ACL and chase Anderson, who's the biggest get of the offseason so far. So I think Jake Oterizzi will be that guy to just step in and, provide some sort of stability obviously he's not he's not the type of dude who's going to give a ton of length because I, i'm looking at um i'm looking at this mlb trade rumors um article and and it said that he ranked 80th in baseball at 5.3 innings per start uh with a minimum of 100 innings uh, uh for pitchers with a minimum of 100 innings uh pitched so but um i just think that the jays desperately need a guy like this and as well He's not the type of dude who's going to command a ton of money. He's not the type of dude who's going to command a ton of term. So it's just perfect for what the Blue Jays are kind of doing right now, which is have to fill in some spots. They're bringing up a ton of pitchers through their system right now, and the Pearson should be up this upcoming season. And then we have guys like um, Kloffenstein and and, uh, and guys like that in in at the farm in the farm. So I think that's a dude who would just be a perfect fit.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I and I would agree with that. I, I think if you look at kind of the timeline for the Blue Jays, I, th- I think that'll fit as well. Um, especially if you lock him up for longer than three years. I um, mean, obviously, I don't know if they'll be willing to do that just based on his, you know, his prior to this year's stats um and just kind of like how he's looked and you know you, you want to take into account like okay well was it a fluke here I mean regardless of what we think you know like we can't make those decisions ourselves like that's for them to make um, but I mm-hmm. definitely I definitely could see your point in that um, another guy I really like um is Dallas Keuchel um I could see him fitting with the Angels um especially if they don't get Garrett Cole, which I know to me right now seems like a long shot. I just feel like it makes so much sense. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you know, three years, four year deal. I I'd, I'd even be comfortable with pushing with him um, anywhere from you know low end 35 million to top end 55 over, you know, for, I'd say 55 to 60 over four years. Um, established major leaguer. He's pitched inside a division and he pitched really well in his time, you know, there uh, inside of that division. Um, the Angels need starters, and they need—they don't need youth. They need something that can compete right now, um, yeah. you know. Because I mean, that, if you look at what they've got, they've got Otani coming back at some point next year from Tommy John. I think it'll be a little later in the year, but he'll, he'll still be hitting. Mm. Uh, Mike Trout, and then there's just some of the youth they have coming up with like Joe Adele. and you mm. know, I, I feel like their window is pr- really open right now. Like if they can get people in there, because you think about right. the timeline, they've got these people locked up for. And then the youth they have, right? But they they really need something to bridge it together. Um, The starting Mm -hmm. pitching and really the pitching is total has been kind of the weak point. Um, so if you could bring in a guy for the the Angels in particular, like a Dallas Keuchel or a, uh, you know, I'd even be open to like a Michael Pineda, Mm -hmm. you know, someone like that. uh, Cole Hamels, you know, there's a lot of people you could bring in there on a not so expensive dime,
0: uh, especially
1: Mm -hmm. whenever they have probably about. If they really want to expand, maybe like 60 to $75 million in cap room off of this year alone. Um, yeah. You know, so, I mean, if they really want to, like, they could push the market a little bit and really mm-hmm. try to fill up with guys. Maybe go get a, a Will Smith or a Craig Stanley right. and put in the bullpen. Um, but, yeah, I'd say Dallas Keichel to the Angels without going, like, on a really high name. I, I think going with someone like him would make the most sense for that organization.
0: Right. Right. Well, let's let's start off with some of the big names first because we can't record this podcast and not make predictions about the big guys, right? So starting off with the top of the food chain, Garrett Cole, where do you see this guy ending up?
1: It's close.
0: Um, between I, I, the, I, is, it be, is it between the Jays and the Angels?
1: It is not. It's between the Angels. It's not the Jays, though. I, I hate to tell you. Yeah, I think um, I can see three teams, maybe four right now, um Padres the Angels and both the New York teams and really I think the Mets are a little bit of a stretch um the Yankees even to, I just don't I just don't see him going there um it would make sense and financially I think they could pull it off um but I just feel like the, the Angels uh the youth they have it's more attractive um it gives them something to build towards it really be a face in a, in a market that is very open right now, uh, yeah. and you can play alongside Mike Trout and Otani, like, I feel like the the star attraction and the market attraction is a little bit better in LA, so I think that'll be into ultimately where he ends up. Uh, the Padres will have the money to make a run at him, but I just don't think that that'll be as appealing uh, mm-hmm. for him, just based on uh, what he'll have to work with in the building. I think he wants to win now. Um, his reaction after losing the World Series kind of reinforces that, so I think he's going to go to where he feels like he can accomplish that feat more than anything is to win a World Series. Yeah. Um, and I, I think I think the Angels will be where he'll ultimately decide to go.
0: Yeah, dude. That that his reaction after the World Series ended was kind of wild. It was like wearing that wearing that Boris Corp hat and saying stuff like um, he's speaking on behalf of himself because he's unemployed. That tells me that one team has already fallen out of the race for Garrett Cole. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, like, what do you think happened there? Do you think he's just pissed that <laughs> it, it's game seven of the world series and he was left in the pen waiting to pitch? Yeah. Do you think that's it?
1: Yeah. And you know, and I, I think the plan for him, and I, I definitely think that was it. And I think that the plan for him, um, as it should have been was to bring him in in a clean inning, um, yeah. obviously coming a guy coming off, I think it was a hundred plus pitches on two days rest if I remember correctly. Uh, mm-hmm. bringing in a guy like that in the middle of an inning, first and third one out situation. I mean, I believe that's what it probably would have been if he'd have came in in that inning. Um, <clears> that it's just not ideal. I mean, I, yeah. if you want to take into account fatigue, um, his ability to get ready, get ready, um, more quickly mm-hmm. than what he's used to, you could say, yeah, yeah, he's the best pitcher on the planet, but he's the best pitcher on the planet when he's at a hundred percent. Yeah. He's not the best pitcher on the planet when he's not. You know, it's going to be someone else. Um, You know, and so I I just don't see why you turn it over to him instead of a bullpen that's been prepared all year to use those situations. Um, Now, if you want to bring him in to start the seventh, fine. If you bring him in a clean slate, fine. But even still, he's not the best pitcher on the planet at that point in time because of, you know, his rest and, you know, how, how quickly he's been turned around. So I get people saying, like, he's the best pitcher, you know, in baseball. Like, why would you not put him in? But like I said, he's the best pitcher when he's at 100%, he's fully healthy. And that yeah. wasn't the case at that point in time. So I see why A.J. Hinch made the move to go to someone else. Like, I will defend that 110%. Mm-hmm. I will defend it 100 more times, regardless of the argument. I don't think they made the wrong call there.
0: Yeah. I get the frustration, and, but they didn't
1: make the wrong call.
0: No, and hindsight's twenty twenty. Just looking back right now, we can talk about, oh, you know, the Astros could have done this, they could have done that. But mm-hmm. at that point, first of all, you, you just cannot take, uh, Zach Greinke out of the game in the seventh. No. He's been, he was pitching an absolute gem at that point. So I mean, look, looking at it with, in hindsight, uh, you're just like, okay, he's entering the seventh inning. He's going to be facing the top of the lineup a third time, th- a third time through. Maybe you should look at Garrett Cole. But at the same time, Garrett Cole has never come out and pitched out of the bullpen for that. I think I think he I don't did think... It once in
1: college, is what it was. Every, yeah. one, I think it was one time and it was in college. Yeah.
0: You have no idea how he's going to react. You have, you have no idea how he's going to pitch in that situation. You have no idea how he's going to throw on two or three days of rest or whatever, you, whatever it was. You got Will Harrison to pen, who has been a reliable reliever for the Astros for the mm-hmm. past two three years. So I mean, I think I think um, AJ Hinch managed that as well as he could, and you know, shit happens, yeah, right? it's because baseball exactly it's just baseball like Zach Greinke gives up a bomb are you gonna pull him like then and there like yeah. the first bit of hard contact that he's given up all night like I mean you can't do that right and and then I mean he walks he walks Juan Soto I think it was and in that bat I think Juan Soto got a pitch that was outside uh, that was inside called the ball which kind of kind of messed up Zach Greinke so like Maybe too sh- too soon to pull Granky, but like I get it. It's the seventh inning already. You have a reliable piece in Will Harris, and he made a pretty solid pitch, like down in the way to Howie Kendrick, and Howie Kendrick hit the ball well. You just got to you got to tip your cap there. And I mean, say 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 the scenario is different. Sixth inning is done. Granke head, heads to the showers. Garrett Cole comes in, and Garrett Cole just gets shelled, right? knows maybe it could have happened maybe it couldn't but he's never been in that situation and then we know what all the headlines are going to be like the following day like how are you trusting Garrett Cole in a situation he's never been in in the most important game of the season right but that being said Garrett Cole I think is going to go to the Angels I just I it just seems like the New York Yankees are looking to stay under luxury tax control their tax situation I think San Diego is not the ideal situation for garrett cole because they're too young, young. they're too young they're too young there's i don't know if the market's exactly what garrett cole's looking for um i think the dodgers just really don't need to spend that money for garrett cole and i think the angels out of any team in baseball the angels just desperately need him yeah like they got to yeah. figure out something into the rotation dude like last season, the like this past season, the only team who has not had a single pitcher reach 100 innings pitched were, were the Angels. They need somebody in that rotation to just piece things together. And it's it's got to be Garrett Cole. Like yeah. I, if, if Garrett Cole isn't an Angel by next season, I'll just be shocked.
1: Yeah. And I, and I can see, um, you know, a guy like Wade Miley going to the Angels as well, just for that same reason, you know, just be able to eat innings and get get guys that can get innings and get the ball over to the bullpen. Um, you know, Wade Miley would be really good. There's a lot of pitchers on the market actually that'd be really good for that, uh, for mm-hmm. them. So I mean I, I think there's a lot of options in play for them just off that very reason. But yeah, I do agree. I think I think that uh Garrett Cole is gonna be the the. we'll just put it this way, he'll be the ace for the Angels for many years to come. And I, I don't I don't see an instance where that's not the case unless something right. insane happens and he like fails his physical, which I don't think will happen. Not even close. Mm-hmm. Pure hypothetical. Yep. Well,
0: anywho, uh moving on from Garrett Cole, uh some other big names. Let's talk about the two uh Washington national guys. Uh Steven strasberg opted out of his deal. Anthony Rendon is a free agent. What do you think happens to these guys?
1: Um, I saw a line on Strasburg that they were already working on restructuring his deal. I don't think he goes anywhere. Uh, I know Rendon, uh, I believe that he declined an extension offer. I think it was $300 billion plus or, or somewhere around that. Maybe it was two hundred and fifty million billion plus uh, earlier this year. Um, I don't think he'll get that kind of money on the open market. <clears throat> and I don't know if he realizes that or not or if his agents are just trying to Know, push for as much as possible i'm not really sure if the situation is there obviously i don't want to call it delusional because i don't know if that's the case i did, i really don't think that's the case um but i think after a world series um and the amount of players and the youth you have as well on that team um you know having scherzer for as long as you do and i i just don't think you can let him walk i, I think that core um with the like i said the youth as well i, th- I think you can sustain and compete i don't know about win another but i know you can compete um yeah. So I, I, I think they both end up staying there for that very reason. Um, mm-hmm. and, and congrats yeah. to them, by the way. I, I'll i be the first to admit, and I was on Twitter, uh, you and I both did not <laughs> think they had the guns to uh, pull it out. And um, you know, k- kudos to them. I mean, they really proved us wrong. It really proved to me that it's not all, and as I've said before, it's not all about, and you have too, it's not all about analytics. It's all about having mm-hmm. a balance. And, um, and I believe there's a USA Today article that talked about their... Uh, their ability to go out and scout um, and that's how they got all their information on teams. I think they said like it was like five plus scouts, like every team or something like that. Um, and that was going to be in the playoffs and, uh, and that's how they won. I mean, that was the structure they went. It wasn't on analytics. I'm sure there were some in there clearly, but um, that wasn't what they solely relied on. They did a lot of scouting and that's how they won it. So that that's a big win for your baseball traditionalists that are, I think that scouting is the only way, but um, mm-hmm. like I said, it, ta- it takes a balance and they, and they showed, that there is a balance that it's not all about the numbers. Um, mm-hmm. So kudos to them. I, I think they really made a statement in terms of like what they want to do in their model and if it'll work. So, I mean, I, it was incredible to watch.
0: Yeah. And yeah, obviously kudos to the nationals, but pay also kudos to us. We went down with the ship in this postseason, every step of the way. Except for that one time when I picked the Nats to beat the Cardinals and the, the um, NLCS, we picked the Nationals to lose all the time, every single time. Like before we talked about the World Series, we were like, okay, Houston's going to win this one. And then mid World Series, I'm like, Astros in six. You're like, Astros in seven. Like we did not think the Nats could do this, but every step of the way, They just, we do, we even picked the Nationals to get swept in the NLDS to the LA Dodgers. We did. Like, we suck. We We both did. Yeah, we both. Yeah. Yeah, we're not good at this, man.
1: Yeah. And, you know, and and, and you know what it was um, for me in particular was just their previous load of work. Um, just, like, in the postseason, and then they, they struggled early in the year. They I think they had, it was, like, the second best record. Maybe it was the best record after, like, June 1st, or I forget what the number was. I saw that before, right around the time the postseason started, so clearly that was a while back. But, uh, you know, that like, they they really just, they turned it on, and, and they didn't allow the narrative from previous postseasons to affect the way they thought in that clubhouse, um, mm-hmm. you know, which is phenomenal considering the, all the ups and downs they've had in terms of the postseason play in the last few years. Um, so I, mean, I, like I said, I, I don't have any excuse for it. I overlooked them and they, uh, they proved me wrong. I mean, I, it was, and it was, and it was awesome to see. It was awesome. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, no, I, com- I completely agree. And just um, getting back to our predictions, I, definitely think strasburg and Rondon are going to find like i think the nationals are going to find a way to keep both of these guys yeah i think they have a great combination of, of veterans and a good combination of young guys with robles with juan soto juan Soto's just become a complete superstar through the, throughout these playoffs like that dude has his popularity has skyrocketed
1: yeah he was so, incredible to watch i loved every second of that dude I can
0: watch an entire hour-long highlight video of him just taking pitches outside the zone.
1: Oh, I dude, yeah. Did you? Did, I, we we can get back to this, but did you notice whenever they were playing the Cardinals, and um, he did it to Michael Wacha, and then grounded out to second. And Waka turned around and grabbed his junk and started mounting up to him as he <laughs> dude, was walking that, into the dugout.
0: I don't. I don't think that was Waka. That wasn't Waka. That was um.
1: Oh, cool. sorry, it wasn't Waka. Sorry, I was reading something about Michael Waka. It was um, Michaelis.
0: Yeah, there we go. It was him. Sorry,
1: I, I was reading something about Waka. At, no, you are
0: – whatever, you are not forgiven. Uh, Moving on, what happens to Madison Bumgarner?
1: <sighs> I could see I, – I okay, I could see for him. I could see the Angels. I mean, for really, for them right now, I can't mark any – I can't leave any starting pitcher out. Um. Yeah, I think I could see I the think, Twins. I could see yeah. the Mets.
0: Yeah, Peyton. If I can make a quick point, if the Angels don't hit on Garrett Cole, they are going after everyone else.
1: Oh yeah, because they can afford to sign him.
0: Yeah. There we go. But I think I think Bumgarner stays in San Francisco. I don't. So. I don't think he's, he's going to
1: leave. Huh. I think he might stay. I think the Brewers would be a good fit.
0: I think the Brewers would be a good fit, but the I Cardinals think would be a good fit. Yeah, I think if the Giants thing doesn't happen quick, then it's gonna take a while. If it's not the Giants, I'd say Brewers makes sense. I can I can even see him going to the Dodgers. Could you? Yeah, I could potentially see a world in which uh, Madison Bumgarner's a Dodger. I think that would be neat.
1: I. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. That would be really odd. It It would be
0: hot, yeah. I mean, unless you're a Giants fan, that it would be kind of upsetting.
1: Well, I said odd, not hot.
0: Oh, you said odd. My bad. I thought you said hot. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is awkward. I feel like if uh, Madison Bumgarner goes from the Giants to the Dodgers, it's kind of like when Richard Sherman went from the Seattle Seahawks to the San Francisco 49ers. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's the same thing. It's the exact same thing. Um, so, I don't know. I, I, I kind of see him re-signing. I think they're going to figure out a way to keep him there. Like, he's only 30. I don't really know what the plan is exactly with the Giants right now, but it's probably just to go as young as possible, move on from a lot of their old guys. But I think if there's one old guy who's going to stick around for this, it's either going to be Buster Posey and or Bumgarner or both.
1: They don't even have a manager yet, do they?
0: Now, should we should we fill out an application?
1: Um, I mean, I filled out one for everything else. so Might as well.
0: Might as well. Who think knows? You, think you'll get it? I think they give you a pretty solid look,
1: though. Uh, maybe I might, I might try to be the bench coach for the net for the Mets. Do you see that they're considering? T- that's a completely off topic. Did you see that they're yeah. they're considering putting uh, Terry Collins as the bench coach for the Mets? Yeah. I thought that, that became a thing. Did it become a thing? I, 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 I think don't I've never is it. That's incredible. Fish.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I guess you could say the mess ass is in the jackpot now. <laughs> Dude,
1: that's, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> um,
0: well, okay. So, I, so I'm going with the Giants. Who are you going with for Bumgarner?
1: Is it Milwaukee? Is yeah, the, I think I'm going to go with Milwaukee. I, th- I think there's a lot of good fits for him because I feel like his asking price won't be super high. Yeah. I could see the Brewers I could see the Reds I could see the Cardinals I could see the Padres I could see the Angels I could see I could maybe even see like the Mariners I could see I could see a plethora of teams I could see the Yankees I could see the Mets anybody that's in contention that's not the Oakland A's or the Tampa Bay Rays I could see
0: Mm-hmm. yeah to an extent not equally to an extent yeah so now um oh we're, we're already gone for 38 minutes i thought this was gonna be just a whole massive mess dude we're doing good at this pot stuff
1: yeah we uh our last pot was supposed to take us uh, 40 30 to 45 minutes 30 to 35 minutes and we went for an yeah. hour and two minutes
0: so time just flies when you're having fun with your bestest friend in the holiest wideliest world
1: yeah i'm gonna remember that whenever we're sharing an uber from the airport in san diego in about a month actually it'll be a month from when this airs on november 7th
0: oh yeah i'm so excited for that are are you um are you excited to spend some time with the prince of pitch design
1: i am and 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 we (laughs) set up and i set up my flight uh, where uh, I, would, I would land an hour before you so yeah. we could share our, our Uber. So we, we really mm-hmm. we plan that. But maybe, hey, maybe we can pod in the Uber. Wouldn't that be fun? Dude, that would be wild. That would be
0: absolutely <laughs> wild. Um, but um, let's uh, do a few more predictions before we wrap this one up. Um, before we do that, uh, I just want to mention one quick thing as a complete random side note. Um, I'm growing out of Mo for Movember. Awesome cause uh movember um <clears throat> raises raises awareness for men's health issues such as prostate cancer testicular cancer and uh male suicide um go over to movember uh, to movember.com leave a donation for me richard burfer greatly appreciate that sort of stuff let's help raise awareness together anywho trey well so you- let me let
1: me ask while we're on that yeah. where, what does uh, where does the money go for the cause um,
0: I mean, Movember is is the ch- the name of the charity. They're an okay. organization who, um, I, here let me pull up some stats here. Um, I think they've, uh, since 2003, I think they've carried out a little bit over 1500 different projects to um, help men, help out in men's health. So wow. it's a cool cool platform. I get to grow a mo for an entire month, and um, it's not going too well yet. I guess something's there. But like it could be better. Like I was hoping for better. I've never really tried growing a mo yet, but like, yeah, it's
1: it's going okay. But I haven't I yeah. haven't shaved since uh, the beginning of November. I'll grow I'll grow one out with you in tribute, and I'll make a donation. How about that?
0: Oh, dude, if you make a donation, that'll be sweet. I'll, I'll make a donation and
1: I'll, and I'll and I'll grow one out with you since I haven't
0: shaved. I appreciate, I appreciate it. I'll I'll hit you up with the link. Yeah, um, please do. But, Anyways, dude, let's we got to wrap this one up soon. So, what other uh, free agents do you want to talk about?
1: Um, I want to go kind of off the wall here. Um, let's go. Let's go, Adam Wainwright.
0: No, oh, he's gonna resign with the Cardinals.
1: See, he's and like, I, he, dude, I think he's he the, should
0: retire. Okay, no, that's just rude. We never tell other grown men when they should or shouldn't retire. That's just rude. I oh, think man. he's the. He
1: did pitch well in
0: the postseason. He did pitch really well. I think he's the Dirk Nowitzki of baseball. He's going to come back for one more year with the Cardinals,
1: that's an do, odd
0: like, comp. his final dance.
1: But, like, it's it, it makes sense. It does make sense. It's, it's an odd comp, though. Yeah. yeah. Now he's the, yeah. The, the, pick, the pick and pod coming to you. Yeah, dude, I have too many
0: podcasts. But I, I think that's a solid comp. I think, he, I think he resigns with the Cardinals. Okay. For, like, a one-year, like, 8 million 10 million something like that
1: i've got and another makes, go ahead sorry
0: no no that that's it that's that's all i wanted to say on that note
1: i've got another one for you and this this will be kind of odd and i want to get your thoughts brett gardner oh he's he's um he's like uh no he's gonna stay with the yankees see because uh, see, i was curious about their outfield depth you know and how how they would handle that and since his contract's expiring. I mean, I, I'm just kind of curious your thoughts on that. See, I think there's a chance that he won't stay. I mean, mm-hmm. clearly it's probably more likely that he will. But, I mean, considering, like, all the depth they have in that outfield, um, even at the minor league level as well, I'm just kind of curious if you thought they'd let him walk or maybe sign a trade well, where he wanted to go or something along those lines. Well, it's
0: interesting because I think the Yankees just activated um, Jacoby Ellsbury, who... If people completely forgot, yes, he is still alive and plays baseball. Um, I think, well, they have Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton pretty much locks for the for the outfield. But um, what's up with Hicks over there? Like, is he getting Tommy John or something? He like,
1: is, and so that he will so, be out for all of next year. So that, that that's actually a really good point. I forgot about yeah. that.
0: Yeah, so that's that's the only thing that's making me think that Brett Gardner's gonna stay because unless they just want to go like fuck it, Clint Frazier, just show us what you got, which I don't know if they will because they had plenty of opportunities to just do that, right?
1: And they haven't, yeah.
0: And they haven't. I think it's kind of like the same situation as when we when we used to talk about Kyle Tucker. Like there are plenty of times where the Astros could have just been like, okay, Kyle Tucker, you're in the outfield, show us us what you got, but they never ended up doing it. I think it's the exact same situation with Clint Frazier. So I think with Hicks being out for the entirety of next season, with the fact that you have no idea what you're going to get with Jacoby Ellsbury in terms of his health, in terms of his uh, productivity, I think Brett Gardner on like a one, two year deal just makes sense. So he's not, the asking price isn't going to be a lot. He's a Yankee like, he's one of those, like, he's kind of built himself a reputation of of being one of those Yankees, like a Bernie Williams type of guy who's just always there. He's not the biggest, flashiest name, but he's just, like, embodies everything it means to be a Yankee, you know?
1: Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I'm I just kind of curious, because I've seen some stuff, um, people talking about it on Twitter and uh, all that, just kind of speculating on where he might go and if he if he'll leave and I just think the Yankees outfield situation is kind of odd to me just I've never seen a team that has so much depth it's such a it's at a position where they can't put enough people you know like like teams will have like really good bullpens, and it seems like there's just so many people you can go to. Like this guy can get you out, this guy can get you out. But like, and mm-hmm. I've never seen an outfield where it's like all star, all star, um, guy that could be an all star, guy that might be a yeah. future all star. Like, I, like it's just incredible to see how deep they are mm-hmm. at, at that position. And granted, yeah. I think it's I think it's a deep offensively, defensively, not not at all. But <laughs> if you look at pure mm-hmm. offensive numbers and, and the potential output. Um, it's just incredible to see for me. Mm-hmm. I, I was, that's why I was curious to see what your thoughts yeah. were on that. So,
0: well, that's fair. Um, a couple of other outfielders that I'm actually kind of curious about is there's Marcelo Zuna, who's going to be a free agent now. Mm-hmm. Um, and who else? Um, who else was on? Uh, came to mind. Let me see. Oh yeah, Nicholas Cassianos. I think. So, th- those two guys are kind of interesting because I'm not I'm not crazy about like I like I, I'm not crazy about uh, Marcelo Zuna, so I think his situation is going to be interesting. I think he's going to kind of fall into the same issues that someone like Mike Mustakas might have had a couple of, mm-hmm. for the past couple of seasons. That's kind of the vibe I'm getting there. So those two guys are just like really interesting for me to see what happens. Like I, I can totally see a guy like Nicolas going to. I think he might even stay with the Cubs. I think he might go to the White Sox, as MLB Trader rumors predicted. Um, I can also see him maybe even going to the Astros, because Josh Reddick is a free agent.
1: Michael Brantley uh, is as well, isn't he? I think I don't think so. I
0: uh, let me look. I don't okay. think so. I uh, think Michael Brantley's there on like I think he went there on like a three-year deal. I might be wrong, but I don't think I'm I don't think I am
1: well we're going to find out yeah cuz i
0: like i i think i think Cassianos would be a perfect fit for for the Astros in that outfield and then he can also dh a little bit at times um, maybe two year deal person. yeah so he's still there
1: so he's got one more i think yeah. Cassianos would be a good fit i think um, he'd be interesting there and then it'll give you especially if he, you can lock him up for 3 to 4 years and you have mm-hmm. someone else to slide in for Brantley or or maybe yeah. use Kyle Tucker for that, or you know, whatever, whatever you want to do. Um,
0: yeah, I, so I don't that, really know. I don't really know what the plan is for Kyle Tucker moving forward. Like he didn't really show much in the in the postseason or in, no, in September. Kidding. That made that made me think that okay, this guy's a lock for um, for the uh, 2020 Houston Astros team. And they also have Jake Marisnik who's their their plus fielding guy, who they can always throw in there in late innings to just for defensive purposes. Mm-hmm. So. I Josh Reddick's not coming back. I think I think Cassianis is just a good fit over there.
1: I, I can especially, see that. Yeah. yeah.
0: Espe- especially because they're not going to be spending the money on Garrett Cole. They don't really have to do a lot of money spending in terms of their um, their starting rotation because Justin Verlander is still there. Granky is still there. Lance McCullers uh, tweeted out today that he's a full go for spring training now. Um, I mean, you, you kind of expect Forrest Whitley might be, Factor in at some point next season. I was
1: season. just about to ask him out for us. With, yeah. Like,
0: were. like I think he's going to have a big bounce back season next year. And I can definitely see him landing a spot in that rotation. Maybe not at the beginning of, of uh the season, but sometime in the middle, maybe in, even in as early as may or June. So. Yeah. So just based on all of those factors, and then Aaron Sanchez is going to come back at some point from his shoulder surgery. So you just mm-hmm. you don't really have to focus on the starting rotation, which usually takes up a lot of money. So you can you can spend on the outfield. You don't really have to focus much on the infield, and then you can just start working on the bullpen.
1: Yeah, and I think that will be good for them, especially get Whitley and McCullers. Um, just a little bit of depth, Sanchez. So instead of spending the, you know, whatever is going to come out to, like, Mm-hmm. 30 to $35 million, maybe a little bit more on Garrett Cole a year, you could take it and, like you said, distribute it out, maybe add a bullpen piece, get some offensive health, um, you know, and then also you're getting debt back in return. So I think for them that will be a really good trade off. and I think that was probably their thinking as well before they, you know, kind of said, you know, not said, but made it a point to where at least Garrett Cole knows, like, he's not going to be resigning there um you know they, you think about what you're gonna be getting back and the additions you can make like the houston's gonna be right back in the same spot next year mm-hmm. um and it'll be with Fernander, yep. cranky you know maybe whitley the mccullers and you know whoever mm-hmm. they add this offseason so i don't think right. they're gonna take a step back at all
0: right so now to let's do a couple more before we wrap this one up all right um two guys that um uh, i'm really interested in one is wheeler we touched on him a little bit earlier and the second one is josh donaldson josh donaldson was one of the best pickups last offseason by the braves it and was he had an awesome season stayed healthy was an all-star um i think he had like a 4.5 wow. WAR season something like that um what happens to this guy because he's he's in he's getting to his to the wrong side of his 30s, and I think he's going to command like a two, like a three, four-year deal.
1: Yeah, and I um, I think the war was close to five. Um, and then you said like four and a half or something like that. So you're in the same ballpark as I am. Um, I think AL. Um, according to MLB trade rumors, they think the Rangers. I I just don't see that. Um, I don't think they're at a point now where they're going to start spending money. I think they're maybe another year away from that. Um, when we'll they get some more prospects pushed up and get some more development in. Um, I don't know. I, this one's kind of tough for me because I I don't know if a team will take a flyer on him as a third baseman or as a DH, uh, just kind of depending on their defensive situation. Um, yeah. You know, and obviously he played just fine for Atlanta. You know, obviously he can't DH for them. So, um, you know, I, I, I don't know. I just... I, I could see him going, ending up somewhere in the NL Central because I think there's going to be some teams that are really going to try to separate themselves. Um, the Reds are getting... I mean, they're pretty much in win now. Um, the mm-hmm. only team that really isn't the Pirates. Um, so I I, yeah. could see, I think there's going to be a lot of players going in and out of that division. Um, I couldn't really pick a team for you. Uh, don't think it'll be the Cardinals. Um, not not really thinking the, the Brewers either. Um, yeah. So that I was actually... I
0: think, I was actually gonna say um, maybe St. Louis would take a look at a guy like Josh Donaldson.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, why don't you think St. Louis?
1: I just feel like their I feel like their infield was pretty solid. Um, I heard Jim du- Duquette talking earlier today, um, and he kind of said the same thing. Uh, just from like a defensive and an offensive standpoint, their infield was pretty solid this year. Um, you know, and if you could find an, another home for a guy, um, I, I mean, maybe I could see it, but. I right. just feel like I just feel like if they didn't go after him last off season and they were and after they got Goldschmidt and they were really trying to push yeah. for that win now. Uh, before they won the division on they right. won um, right. I, I just about, don't I just don't see them making that push now a year later. What about the Angels? Um, I could see that. Uh, it's in I, the price range. Um, I right. I just don't I just, I think it just depends on how much they're wanting to spend this off yeah. season because I, you're looking at probably yeah. twenty five a mil. 25 mil annually, um, and plus whatever you give Garrett Cole. And if we're only looking at 60 70 in payroll, there's 60 right there between 35 and 25 for Donaldson. So, yeah.
0: I feel like um, when when we think about free agency this offseason, um if we don't really have a good idea where someone's gonna go. Just mm-hmm. like, just say whatever, he's going to the Angels. The Angels will take him. Yep. He's good. They'll take him. They gotta win. The Angels have to figure out a way to get Mike Trout a ring. If because if they don't get Mike Trout a ring, somebody from another team has to donate their ring to Mike Trout. <laughs> Is
1: that how that works now?
0: I think that's that's exactly how it should work. In fact, the Angels won a won a World Series uh, with Mike Socha, correct? Yes, two thousand two,
1: yeah, exactly like yeah, that? yeah. I was thinking two thousand two. Okay,
0: so I don't know how old Mike Trout was back then. He was probably like bar mitzvah, so whatever. Um, <laughs> Someone on that World Series roster, the most useless guy on that team, has to donate his angel's ring to Mike Trout. What so the hell it, concept? Yeah. So in 50 years, when Mike Trout shows his grandkids that he was the best baseball player ever, he can show them a ring as well. And if they see like 2002 on it, they're like, OK, my grandpa's old. Like, that makes sense. My yeah, grandpa wore a ring because he was the best baseball player to ever live.
1: Yeah, they're not a good question. He, he's he been the best baseball player since 19. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm assuming he was born in 93, 94.
0: Is he a 94? I don't know. Well, I can I'm a, Dude, I'm a 94. There's no way Mike Trout is my age.
1: Okay, yeah, that's fair. There's
0: no way a guy accomplished so much more than I have.
1: My bad. You're by, probably right. By not, yeah, like, come on. 1991. Man. Ooh, I've really undershot that.
0: Yeah, okay. So I have three years to catch up.
1: Yeah, yeah, you got three years to catch up to
0: him. Yeah. And I I just feel like if I I stay on the same track that I am right now, that in in three years I'll be 28. If I just keep consistent track going.
1: Do you know uh, Mike Trout's wife's name? No. It's uh, Jessica. Why is it? Yeah, that's cool. Well, I just I, I googled it to look at his age, and it said spouse, and I just clicked on it. I didn't, I didn't know he was married. Are you stalking Mike Trout's wife now? Well, no, I just didn't know he was married, so I was like, oh, Mike Trout's uh-huh. wife. And I clicked on it. Oh, I, no. I didn't know if she was like famous or something. I mean, she's oh, famous because she's Mike Trout's wife for sure. But I just didn't know if she had like like any kind of. I didn't know if she was like a, um, I don't know, a sports anchor or whatever. No, I didn't know if they were like a like a power couple if that's what I was getting at. Oh no,
0: any no, they they must be a power couple. I'm sure she's a powerful woman and Mike Trout is a phenomenal man.
1: He is a phenomenal man. I have an autograph from him.
0: Do you? Oh yeah, you told me about this. I do. Yeah, that's that's pretty sweet. Is that the coolest autograph you you have?
1: Um it's pretty close to the Jared Kelnick one. So Oh, oh,
0: right. Okay, yeah. That's that's a legendary one. Um I'd say the coolest um coolest autograph I got is um I, I had Roberto Alomar sign a baseball for me. That was neat. Oh, that's, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, I, I still have it here somewhere.
1: I've got right a right. I've got a cleat signed by Max Scherzer and I've got a Red Sox uh, replica World Series ring. Okay. Is this like a who, whose
0: dick is bigger competition now? Well,
1: or no. Is I've like, I the shelf the shelf with everything on it is like right next to me, so I was just kind of looking uh, at it. I think <laughs> comparing.
0: No, I feel you. Um. Okay. So did we? Okay. So we have Josh Donaldson done. I think I mentioned. Oh yeah, Wheeler. Let's give our predictions for this dude and just call it a day. I
1: uh. I, I feel weird talking about Wheeler because I used him as an example on one of my applications. So I don't want to, I don't want to spoil my take and give anybody some. I will say that there are a lot of rebuilding teams that are maybe close that could mm-hmm. use Zach Wheeler. Yeah, he won't command as much money. You could get him for maybe five, four to six years. I, I think six might be pushing it, but you can get him four to five years, twenty mm-hmm. to twenty-two million annually. Um, yeah. Let him come in, be your number two, maybe even your number one, depending on what kind of situation you're in. Um, right. He had really good numbers, um, hard hit rate. Like, all like all that stuff was in a really good spot. Um, just didn't get a lot of good results, partially probably because mm-hmm. of where it was. Um, yeah. And run support and things like that. But um, I really like Zach Wheeler. And, and you and I had a conversation, like I think we even brought this up earlier, off the air about teams that we thought would be a good fit for him. Um, yeah. Literally all 30 that. of them. Yeah, they like every team <laughs> can use a guy like Zach Wheeler. Yeah, yeah. so I, I think, I think he'll end up going to a contender, um, mm-hmm. so or somewhere that that can contend by the time that he's gone. I yeah. don't think he'll go somewhere like, you know, Detroit or Miami. Like, I mean, they'll contend; they'll probably be contending by then, but it won't be at the same level as, yeah. you know, like an LA or a New York or anywhere like that. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I feel like with. Like we look at guys like Garrett Cole, and we can also only picture just a couple of places that we can uh, f- we can see him going to. with a guy like Zach Wheeler, based on the term and the money he's going to command, he can literally end up anywhere. Yeah, there could be a team that comes out of nowhere, and, and it would make sense. Just- and it would just make sense, you know, and you, and you just know that it's going to be it's going to be December and Ken Rosenthal is working his phone. And there's going to be a there's going to be a tweet that pops up on, on your newsfeed, and it's like mystery team is in on and in, in on uh, Zach Wheeler. And that's when, you know, it's real. Yeah, that's when free you, free agency does not start until the mystery team is trending on Twitter.
1: Last year, at the winter meetings, we were uh, we were sitting in a coffee shop in uh, at Mandalay Bay. And Uh you, you and I were, we were with, uh, Jason, uh, Nick and, um, Justin. And we were sitting there, we were getting ready for a meeting with like the Marlins or the Red Sox or whoever we were meeting with. And, um, we looked over and I got a picture of him. It was a picture. It was Ken Rosenthal sitting there typing away on his iPad and we were like watching his Twitter. I don't, do you remember that? We were like, yes, we were like refreshing his Twitter, trying to see what he was tweeting like right in front of us. It was kind of funny. Yeah.
0: yeah, I completely remember that. Dude,
1: <laughs> Ken Rosenthal
0: is all business. Oh, he Dude, is. That guy, that guy, like you, don't talk to him when he's when he's there. Yeah, like, he nobody
1: just, walked up to him. It was crazy. I'd never seen anything like that. A celebrity just standing there, or someone that's even just a prominent figure just standing yeah. there, and everybody knows who he is, and nobody's talking to him. Yeah, it's
0: it's just it's also just kind of interesting to just watch how guys like Ken Rosenthal operate. Uh those kinds of situations like everyone's there and there's job seekers there's agents there's uh team personnel and ken Rosenthal just like bounces from person to person trying to get some deets you know it's kind of just interesting like how do you approach uh a dude who's a high-ranking individual on a a team and go like hey what's happening can you tell me some shit gonna tweet about it I'm going to you know? tweet
1: about it, but I won't say it was you.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to say it was you. But, I mean, if you're at the winter meetings and you see him standing, hanging around with a dude, and then two seconds later you refresh Twitter and see a tweet from Ken
1: Rosenthal, you're like, okay, we know what's up, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's, it, it was super cool. Because we, we we were sitting there just drinking coffee, talking, just going yeah. over whatever we were going over. and um mm. And look over, it's like... And and it, it wasn't like it was like thirty, forty feet away. It was like fucking six feet away. Ken Rose was yeah. all just sitting there typing on an iPad and we had to double take We're like, oh shit, like when did he get there? Yeah. Why? And there's man. and there's hundreds of people in that lobby just walking around mm-hmm. talking and nobody yeah. even no one walked up to him once. It, it was insane. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's interesting. But anyways. Um we should probably wrap this one up, right?
1: Uh, I, hey, whatever you say goes around here. I mean, people, how, even... how, long,
0: how long should people be listening to our voices for? Um,
1: really? I, guarantee, I guarantee you they're not listening anymore. Yeah, they're probably done with this by like the 45-minute mark. Yeah, I know. Uh, there's a couple people that listen through. If, if you do, let us know. How about that? Does your mother listen to this pod? Dude, my mom doesn't know what I'm doing half the time. I'll be honest with you. That's wild. My mom, my mom. has no idea what I'm doing either. Yeah,
0: my it's mom kind doesn't of, pay, pay attention yeah. to me. It's
1: kind of upsetting. But, it is. It's okay.
0: But it's something you work work past, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah, you work yeah. hard for it. Yeah. Well, on that note, we should definitely wrap this one up.
1: I All got right. stuff
0: to do. You probably have stuff to do. I do um, have stuff to do. Yeah. Uh, what's today? Today is Wednesday, November 6th. Probably going to drop the episode tomorrow at some point.
1: So. It's almost it's 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 late enough to where it's almost November seventh. So you guys will be listening to this. It'll drop in about twelve hours for you. Mhm.
0: Yep. Garrett Cole better not sign anywhere before this episode. Oh, could dropped. you could you
1: imagine he he signs with like the the Marlins tomorrow? Oh, it ruins everything. Yeah, we have to like delete the pod. We lose all credibility. Yeah, we like our pod will be canceled. Yeah, permanently.
0: Permanently. He wouldn't do that to us. No, he wouldn't. We'll, we'll exactly. make sure. Yeah. Well, anyways, man, this has been fun. We'll do this some other time. Um, but this has been the Pitch into Contact. Until next time.